Squirrel! Neil's all amped up from a half marathon. That's the title of the episode. Squirrel! Welcome to the Arcaspeak Podcast. I'm Evan Troxell. Each episode, Neil Pan, Cormac Phelan, and I have a casual conversation about all things architecture, and we invite you to listen in as we talk about everything in the profession, both the good and the bad. Maybe you're considering a career in architecture, you're still in school, or you've been around the blocks of Corbusier's City of Tomorrow more times than you'd like to admit. Join us in the studio as we stand around the water cooler and talk about why we love our chosen profession. It's time for some Arcaspeak. Welcome to episode 57 of the Arcaspeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And this episode, 57 that is, is sponsored by... First up, we have ArcCat, returning sponsor. Thank you very much. And we have a new sponsor this week, ArcaSnapper, and we'll be talking about them more a little bit later. And then we also have a third sponsor this episode, Image Wizards. And when we get to them later in the show, they actually sent us an example of some of their work, and we will be unveiling that live on the show. I've got the uh, box here, and uh, we're going to open that up live on the show, and we'll see what they send us. A little bit of a surprise here. It definitely will be a surprise. I have not opened it yet. I, I've unbox. Uh, I've I've already done the cutting open of the box, so at least we can spare our listeners that uh, process. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll have some fun later in the show on that. And but I think first up we have a few several friends of the show to announce. That is right. So first off, we have Steve Hall who donated fifty five dollars. Uh, we're trying to crack the code of why Steve. Uh, donates the amounts that he does. But thank you once again for becoming a repeat friend of the show, Steve. Steve has a, a very cool website where there are pictures of him blacksmithing architectural hardware. And we'll have a link to that in the show notes. So thanks, Steve, for being a friend of the show. Next up, we have Steve Potteraki, another Steve, donated $10. And Steve is from LaGrange, Illinois. And uh, he said that he really liked the opening snippet about making blue lines in episode 53, and it brought back memories of his first job. So thanks, Steve, for becoming a repeat friend of the show as well. And then next up, we have Linda Zaff, who donated $10, and she uh, seems to be a big fan of the show. We have some awesome conversations with her on Twitter. And so thanks, Linda, for being a friend of the show. And then last but not least, we have a... Awesome donation here from Donna Sink, who is also a podcaster, a fellow architectural podcaster over at the Archonnect Sessions podcast, which has just been awesome, uh, especially in the last five or six or seven episodes, just really hitting their stride over there. So I recommend everyone check it out. But she donated $18 and she told us why. So she said that she's donating in honor of her friend, Laura Teagarden, for becoming registered in 11 years. And then she added on the seven years it took her to become registered. So that's why she donated $18. And she is excited to see all of us, including Laura, in Atlanta. So that was just a really cool little story and a personal thing that she did for another listener. And I'm so happy that she shared it right here on Arcaspeak. So thanks, everybody, for becoming a friend of the show and repeat friends of the show. We love you all. 
And uh, if you want to become a friend of the show and get your name read on the air, you can head over to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash donate. And any donation over $5 gets your name read on the air, but we'll take just about anything because it really helps us create it. So thanks, everybody. And speaking of the convention, I think we have an announcement to make about that, right? We have a couple of announcements about the convention. One is about us, and the other one is about, um, and let's start with this one, is Equity by Design. And uh, Rosa Shang, who we had on the podcast in a previous episode, is hosting an Equity by Design uh, hackathon at AIA National Convention in Atlanta. And this is going to be super cool because, you know, there's a lot of hackathons going on in the tech industry and even some happening in the architectural industry. But the thing I think I like about them most is that it is basically a design charrette, but it's kind of riffing off this new vocabulary that seems to be a little bit viral on the internet and the hackathon thing. And basically, it is a way for people to come up with actionable initiatives uh, based on some things that just happen right in the room so that um, we don't just talk about things, but we actually do things that help move the goal forward. And so obviously, the cause over at the missing32percent.com is equity in architecture. And so I think that if you guys are going to be at the convention on Wednesday, the 13th, from 1 to 5 p.m., they're going to have this workshop. And uh, it's totally inspired by the symposium that they held last year in October up in San Francisco, which Neil went to and that our episode centered around when we did that. But it's going to be something where actual things happen, solutions are created, and they're going to be moving things forward. So if you're going to be there at that time, uh, the episode or the course, not the episode, is WE310. So look that up on the AIA National uh, website for the convention. Sign up for that and get your butt over there and help figure out how to create equity in architecture. And then the second thing that has to do with the convention that's coming up is ArcaSpeak is going to be doing daily shows. We're going to be doing recaps. We're going to be doing things that we see on the floor, and we want to bring you into the fold if you're not going to be there. If you are going to be there, um, we would love to have your participation. So if you find us during the day and you want to talk about something that you saw that was very cool that you think is worth sharing, definitely track us down and uh, we will get that into our show. But what we're doing now is we're getting the word out now for two reasons. The first reason is that uh, we want you to be on the lookout for those because uh, it's not going to be our every other week episode release. Obviously, these episodes are going to be shorter but we want to make sure that you guys are taking a part of what we're doing at the convention. And so we thought this is the best way we can help do that. So be on the lookout for those. And also, we're going to be trying out the new Twitter Periscope app. And we're going to be doing some live streaming there. So be on the lookout. If you don't follow us on Twitter, that is the best way to stay up to date on what we're going to be doing at the convention every day. And when we do these live streams, that is where you'll be notified that it's happening. So follow us on Periscope or on Twitter, and you will see that stuff happening. But the one of the big reasons that we want to get this out now is we are looking for daily sponsors for the show. So if you think that you've got uh, something that you want to get in front of our audience, get in touch with us, and we'll see if it's the right fit for you and for us and for the shows that we're doing live at the convention. And also, if I can add, if you uh, sponsor one of the daily shows, you can help drive uh, some foot traffic to you while you're at the convention, to your booth and um, to your products. And we thought that that would be a really good way to kind of both get your word out, but 
also kind of help uh, get people there. And if, uh, you know, you're wondering, you know, how am I going to recognize the Arca Speak guys? You know, they just do an audio show. I think we uh, got a couple of pictures of Neil that we could post. No. No, we do not need to post that. We don't even need to talk about that. I think some of our Twitter friends might help us out over the course no. of the next few weeks. No. <laughs> you're welcome. No, but we, we will. Actually, if you come up to us, we may uh, have a little handout to give you as well. Oh, that's uh, so right. We don't some... forget. Uh, don't don't spoil it yet. We we might have something to hand out to you. So if you come up and see us, um, you may get something. We might as well. So for this episode, we wanted to talk about interruptions, distractions, and the neurosis of coworkers. <laughs> I thought this would be fun. <laughs> so take it away, guys. <laughs> let, let me guess, Evan. You've uh, you've been having a little bit of uh, um, dealings with that. <laughs> well, it it. These these types of things come up when, and I think everybody can, this, the reason I thought this would be fun to talk about is I'm looking forward to what our listeners can share with us, um, because really, we're all in this together, and it's just funny to go through your day and and the things that we have to, I don't know, I don't want to say deal with, but the things that distract us, the things that, that come up in the office the things that people don't even realize they do. And and the other reason I like this topic is because it, it applies to studio. It applies to classes. It applies to the professional world. It applies to our families. It applies everywhere. So I thought it would be a fun thing to talk about. So, yeah. <laughs> so do you have, so let me ask you before we get into the interruptions, do you ever start your day off with, you know, maybe a notepad of stuff that you write down? Okay. I need to do this, 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 and this. Yes. Um, so maybe check it off as you get things accomplished and you say, okay, this is what I'm going to get accomplished today. And then at the end of the day, you look at it and you're like, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> yes. Nothing happened. Uh, except it, it's, it's funny cause you feel like you got a lot accomplished, but you look at the list and nothing is checked off. Right. Mm -hmm. Because of all of the, the important fires that need to be put out throughout the day that need right. to in fact happen, <clears throat> but they have nothing to do with what you were hoping to accomplish that day. Or even like prioritize, like, okay, so I need to do this and this, but my boss just asked me to do this. Um, it's not really that big of a deal, but is that a priority? Because I got all of these priorities. Yeah. And then here, I'll give you a, a little example. Doing a code review sheet, you know, looking up a few, just looking up a couple of things because we want to send it off to kind of get it, you know, pre-reviewed because, uh, you know, we're asking for a couple of exceptions that we think we qualify for, but we're not sure if the, um, uh, you know, local jurisdiction is going to, you know, see it the way we see it. So we want to, you know, just kind of send it off to them early on before we even go through this effort. Doing that, and the boss comes up and he asked me to do something. Well, you know, the priority that we have is really to try to get this code sheet out and get it done. And comes up and he asked me to do something. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I wrote it down on my list of, you know, things that need to happen. Continue on with the list as I'm moving down. And like clockwork, every 15 minutes, he goes, did you do that? Did you do that? <laughs> yes. And it was to the point of like, okay, I'm going to have to stop everything that I'm doing for this. And, you know, and it, it to me, it was something... Everybody's. Oh, I can't believe he didn't do what his boss said. Um, but uh, everybody just, knows already. It was one of those things that just you know it, it wasn't that big of a deal. It really would only take me ten fifteen minutes to do, but I had a priority of things that I needed to get done because they were important things to get done. Yeah, and uh, you know he t kept coming up and 
you know, asking me about this stuff. And you could tell that he was getting, you know, quite perturbed that I hadn't done it yet. But in my mind, it was, I've got all these other things to do. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but you can't, you know, you can't say, dude, come on. I got all this. (laughs) Yeah. So let's throw a little disclaimer out there. We won't name names on the podcast, but if you think we're talking about you because you're listening to the show and we're you not. work, no, we are. <laughs> we are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I I just wanted to get that out there because uh, that could happen. Definitely, yeah. that could happen to me. Um, yeah. I I totally, and this is probably one of the the biggest realizations that I've come to. And Cormac, this is uh, indirectly aimed right at you because you're a project manager. And I'm not. Um, But project managers, in my uh, experience, (laughs) have zero respect for what people are doing when they walk up to their desk. And that is something I've noticed over and over again. And obviously, it is as a total generalization. Well, thankfully, I'm not that way. (laughs) (laughs) It is ridiculous what... A project manager or a PIC, a principal in charge, or or a teacher, whatever, whoever it is who walks up to your desk and they just start talking as if nothing is going on, as if right, the right. conversation that's already going on doesn't matter. And it's it's disturbing to me that there is no respect for that kind of thing that's already happening. It happened to a friend of mine. I hear these stories all the time in the office. You won't believe I was having this conversation with this person. This person walked up and they just started talking like I didn't even exist to the other person. They brought up personal anecdotes and laughed about their weekend. And then they just walked away as if we weren't already having a conversation. And usually those conversations are like what you're talking about, Cormac. And it's where somebody asks you to do something and they usually use little uh, catchphrases like really fast and oh this won't take much time and mm. this is really easy and and if it were all of those things then why don't you do them right but this <laughs> happened i actually had th- another type of distraction show up where i got a i sent out a jpeg of a of a r- quick little vignette of a 3d model i was working on the project manager responds to me and asks if i can turn that into a pdf so they can email it out oh my goodness and it's and <laughs> it's like do you you know I was I'm glad you printed that out because I was gonna I was gonna add, you know it's like when somebody comes up hey can you print this out real quick right like <laughs> you do know that okay you sent me the link of what you wanted to print out that it would take you less time to actually print it out than to walk over here yes. and you know hey I just emailed you something that I want you to print out or or they walk over <laughs> to your desk and say hey did you get that email I just sent you <laughs> oh yeah that too. <laughs> I don't know, this technology. <laughs> or they could have walked over and, and in three minutes given you a rundown of a 20-minute long email that they just composed, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's and probably rewrote a couple of times. Oh, no, 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 that doesn't sound right. Right, right. Let me, right. Let, let me recompose this. Yeah. Hey, I, I have a pro tip for everybody out there. Use the damn phone. It Use does the, work. Or walk over. Or I mean, walk yeah, over. get analog, people. Come on. Yeah, actually, you know, that that is a huge complaint that I have. And it goes for, I ask somebody, you know, hey, can you get in touch with the structural engineer? We need these details. Or I maybe need some, um, did we get this uh, section in front of them so they can look at it so we can go ahead and coordinate? 
And um, they're like, well, I sent him an email and, you know, he hasn't responded. I'm like, call. See yeah, that right. see that phone within six inches of your hand there? <laughs> you know, try that. And it's, it's interesting it. because people have gotten away from, you know, is it, I, I don't know. Let me, let me ask, why do people not call anymore? Yeah. Um, everybody emails, you know, and, and actually I, ha- I have a client um, who texts me and he was just like, you know, well, I need you. Limits, he keeps texting my cell phone, my, my work cell phone. He's like, I need you to call me. <laughs> You're texting my phone from your phone. What the hell's the problem <laughs> with just calling? It's ridiculous. It is totally That's like hilarious. the uh, the TV impersonation of two teenagers who are three feet away from each other texting uh, each other, right? It's yeah, the same thing, right. but it's at the uh, professional level. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so those are those are some types of distractions, which are like the physical distractions. And I think I wanted to take this in a little bit of a different direction, too. And I want to just talk about kind of the idiosyncrasies of people that we work with. And so I was uh, I was working the other morning trying to trying to meet a deadline. And I didn't have the types of distractions where people were walking up to my desk and asking me to do things for them really fast. But what <laughs> what was happening was like uh, a couple. I guess it's one row, one full row over in our studio, which is a pretty good distance, maybe 35 feet. We have an admin assistant who has the, um, not just the standard earbuds, but the ones that like plug your ears, right? You know what Uh, I'm talking about? The rubber tip ones. And she stuffs those things in and she starts singing. And this is one of, it was driving me crazy. And so I start, you know, playing Led Zeppelin at the desk there. And, um, it, it's funny because it creates little, you know, people walk by, is that, is that Led Zeppelin? You're playing, you know, it, and so it creates these fun, these fun little moments too. But I'm like, yeah, I had to turn this on because the singing was driving me crazy. So, so like two rows over, it's like, let's hear it for the boy, you know, <laughs> singing these old eighties tunes and oh, no. she's just going off and, and she does it every day. And I, I wonder like, does she know she does this? It's it's like when my nine year old puts on the headphones and then starts talking really loud so they can hear themselves. It's the same exact thing, right? She's, she's singing. In what her- I can't hear. What what <laughs> singing in her head? And it's it, like things like that, you know, that go go on in the office. I think those things are hilarious, but also like disturbing. Well, here you know, here's so we've got a a, a new guy at the office, and it's kind of unfortunate that we're so busy. That and I know you guys have had this before, but so busy that we really can't give him a lot to do because we're just so busy trying to get stuff done that we can't stop to like give the guy something to do. So you know he's been kind of having to make stuff up for him figure to do, it out kind himself. of yeah. figure it out. And every once in a great while, there's a lull. So he's over there and he's sitting at his desk doing the New York Times uh, crossword puzzle. and to be quite honest with you it's it's probably a bad idea you can not be busy and try to figure out a way to look busy but to not be busy and just look not busy that was probably better yes and so the boss came you know the 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 head of the company he came by and he's just like you know hey uh you need to put that um put that away and uh I don't know if he didn't hear him or he was a little too distracted to hear him or whatever. He was deep in the crossword. <clears throat> so as the boss walks away, he just kind of keeps on going. And uh, 
I look at him and, and, and I and I probably came across as being an ass and and I didn't mean to, but I just wanted to let the kid know, you know, hey, you know, if the boss comes by and tells you to put away the crossword puzzle, you probably should. Because if he comes back by and it's still out, you know, he's probably going to have some words with you. So yeah. <laughs> save yourself the heartache and, and put it away. You know, what was funny is that I've, and it's not just him. I, I've seen so many people in our office doing crossword puzzles, whether it's the, from the newspaper or on the Internet or whatever or on their phone. They're always doing crossword puzzles. I mean, it's great. It, it's a good tool for your mind. You guys mind, have right? like a competitive crosswording club over there. Uh, we might have. Apparently, I wasn't invited. <laughs> you didn't get the memo. Because every answer I would have had is probably like Batman or something. <laughs> 55 across. Batman. <laughs> that's okay. But, but it was, it's just kind of, yeah, I mean, there's the, that's one of our interesting little uh, distractions in the office is walking by and watching people do crossword puzzles. Well, and then it was going back to the the one I was talking about with the singing, like I, I started up my music and I don't just play it in headphones. I play it out loud. And and so maybe that's a distraction for other people that I'm creating. And it really depends on the culture of your office, I think. But a lot of people can't stand listening to music when they work. And a lot of people, like I can't listen to a podcast or an audio book when I work because I can't concentrate on two things at the same time. I feel like I'm just not going to hear any of it. But music I like because it helps me kind of get in a rhythm and but but to somebody else, that could be a huge distraction. Yeah. Actually, you know, we've had a lot of people say, you know, how can you listen to music? And I, I listen to music a lot. Um, and they're like, how can you? I, I just can't. In fact, Neil, aren't you one that always says you can't listen to music? Yeah. Most of the time, I can't really listen to music when I'm working. There, there are times, though, when in, uh, I've been working on design for a, a major remodel and when I'm kind of just, you know, I don't know, just, just working and, and uh, not really doing mindless work, but sometimes I, I do like to hear something and I usually will go back to uh, music that I've listened to over and over or something that uh, is just real easy for me to listen that I've heard enough times that I'm not really paying attention to it. Um, so that's, that's more what I'll do, but but most of the time, you're right, Corvick. If I'm sitting here at the computer actually working, I usually can't have any music on at all. I, I just have to have complete silence. And so when I've worked in other offices, um, for the most part, I mean, there's nobody really playing music out loud, at least none of the offices I've worked in. The funniest thing was um, a number of years ago when I first learned that maybe headphones aren't the best idea for sitting in an office. And I know we've, we've probably touched on this in the past, but I, I, I was just rocking out one day, just, just moving right along, just drafting, having a good time. And, and uh, really oldies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, uh, the same oldies that you grew up with, buddy. So, um, uh, and somebody yelled at me, and you know you had to yell in the office to get my attention because I had the music cranked up, and yeah, that was a bad idea. Which so, is fine. No, it's no, fine. it's not fine. Yes, it's yes, not it fine. You're getting your work done. Well, I was getting my work done, but at the same time, I really am not available to be a part of the the team in it. the office. And 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 I have you since, weren't available to distraction is what you weren't available to. Well, that's true. <laughs> I was trying to cut out distractions, but I. I still think that in in many offices you you probably need to get rid of the headphones um, and yeah. pay attention. That's why I play my music out loud, and I, and I don't play it yeah. out loud, but I play it right, at a right. volume I can hear it. And I right. feel like 
that is part of the studio culture. And yeah, you do need to have your head in the studio in, as well as yeah. on your own work because there's a lot of conversations going on that even if you're not a part of that project or that particular team, there's information to glean from that. Or oh, wait, you, know, you see how relationships are established and how they're maintained. And I feel like people who go into their own heads, into their own headphones with their own thing, tend to miss out on that stuff. And they're not participating in architecture, which is much bigger than a project. Right. Yeah, which is, I, it's a whole if studio. You're, if you're in an office where you, you, and I'm thinking of the off, one of the offices I was in where project managers were sitting around me. I was a junior person at the time. It's real important to listen to their conversations that they're having on the phone and pay attention to it because they're usually talking to either consultants or clients and you're only hearing one side of this conversation, but you can really gleam a lot of information and, and uh, ways that you can then learn from what they're saying. And, Oh, okay. I'm not really sure what they're saying, but I'm hearing what he's doing and how he's handling he or she is handling this situation. So uh, it's very important at the same time, though, I wouldn't say it's a hard and fast rule that 100% of the time you can't just put those headphones on right. and, and zone out if you have something to do. I mean, for example, this past week I had a, a big deadline and I had to get really cranking on a, a number of designs. And basically I just had to turn the phone off, had to turn uh, everything off. And... Yeah. So if somebody said to me, Hey, did you get your, my email? I'd be like, no, because it's off. Yeah. I cannot be distracted. I only have so many hours. I've got a lot of work to do. Everything had to go off. Yeah. So that was, that's, that's one way sometimes because Twitter and well, wait, Facebook, let, wait, 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 let's LinkedIn, talk about this be problems. Let's talk about this, uh, after our first sponsor break, because I, I think that okay. there's a lot to mm. say about notifications and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's take a break to talk about our first sponsor for this episode, which is once again, RCAT. And their standard uh, read here I'm going to do first, but then I want to talk just about how cool RCAT is after that. So would you like someone to draw CAD details for you, create BIM objects for you, write specifications for you? Would you like this someone to do it for free? RCAT has already done all of this for you. Search the RCAT libraries for these products and more, free of charge and no registration required to download content. RCAT has created a website devoted to you, the building professional, to find building product information fast and hassle-free. Check out RCAT today at RCAT.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. I just wanted to throw out a couple things about RCAT here. Number one is they have been a huge sponsor of our show, and we really appreciate the whole team over there at RCAT. Very much and second thing is, I, I use them this week, and, and I wanted to kind of throw out a little challenge to our listeners, because you guys have heard us talking about RCAT, and Cormac and I have shared a few of our little personal stories about using them throughout the weeks here. But I wanted to challenge everybody, instead of going to Google when you are looking up something about the project you're working on, to replace that for a couple of weeks with RCAT and give it an honest try. Because it is all the things we just said. It is Revit families, CAD details, PDF details, specs, and it's just links to other manufacturers' websites, and it's all in one place. This is an incredible resource for architects, 
and I highly recommend it. I was looking up externally mounted sliding glass doors, and I just I went to Arcad, I threw it in there, and boom, Fleetwood popped up, and it sent me on my way to to find the the product I was looking for. And so even though I didn't grab something from the RCAT website, it was a place where I found what I was looking for. And it sent me off, and it provided a huge value to me. Absolutely. I mean, same thing. We had a, you know, we had a guy, he was like, you know, hey, uh, Cormac, I, I know on your last project uh, you uh, used some uh, roof-mounted uh, screening for your uh, you know, rooftop units. Um, you know, can I get that spec? I'm like, look, you know what? That spec is kind of a mess. And I told him, I was like, how many times have I told you? Go to RCAT, look it up, just look up roof screening or louvered roof screening. And in about 10 minutes, I hear, oh, dude, thanks. There it is. Just because he was a couple of uh, desks away from me. It's easy. Perfect. Yeah, it's easy. So everybody take the RCAT challenge, the the ArcaSpeak, uh, because ArcaSpeak says so. Check out RCAT.com and uh, replace Google with it for a couple weeks and just see how it works for you. Because I think there's a lot of stuff on there that you will find extremely useful. Hopefully you'll thank us and RCAT later at the convention. So thanks, RCAT, for sponsoring ArcaSpeak. Thank you. All right, so let's jump back into notifications. So you alluded to this, Neil. You said you shut your email down. Yeah, turn it off. Or, or and, and Twitter's easy to turn off, at least on the computer, right? I mean, you just don't have it open, and, and that, that goes away. It's a little more difficult on the phone because people you follow, if you have that turned on, the, the, those notifications will pop up. Um, but at some point, you just, just turn it off. I mean, Do not need disturb. To get, yeah, yeah either do not disturb. Answer. Well, even do not disturb. But yeah, no, with do not disturb, it, it won't even show up. So, um, but I mean, if it, if it if it's really a distraction, um, turn the phone off. Yeah, totally. Email the, the little thing, thing that pops up on your screen about email all the time, right? Like oh, that, yeah, that is the notification distracting. Yeah. Even yeah, if but... you're just sketching on your desk, that thing's still popping up, grabbing your eyeballs for a few seconds. Right. But right. you guys I are mean, talking about it as a distraction. It's part of my job. I can't I can't ignore all of that. If I've got a client who's emailing me or texting me on my phone telling me to call him instead of him calling me, um, <laughs> I have to pay attention to all those because that's that is my job description. I don't think it is. I don't think it, it means you're on that tight of a leash. Well, it, it, I guess, uh, you know, Cormac, you know, from my perspective, there, there's, you're right. There are t- I mean, I run my own business. So, yes, I, I mean, people call me and it could be my next job calling me, right? And right. So I do need to pay attention to those things. But there are times, and this, it, this doesn't happen all the time, but this week, I had one day and I had to do two different designs and draw them up, prepare for a meeting at 3.30 that afternoon and meet with the client. There, I couldn't take a call that day. Right. So well, I had to turn everything off. So you know, I'm not saying that that is the case every single day because it's not. But that day, this past week, it absolutely was. And it had to be in order for me to finish uh, everything I needed to get done in order uh, to be ready for my meeting. So... Um, those types of things happen from time to time. Um, and on a daily basis though, it it can be, it's definitely a distraction. You really have to, uh, focus a good way that, that I've done it, uh, is sometimes, um, either first thing in the morning, I'll check in anything uh, important and then say, okay, uh, you know, for the next hour or two hours, I'm going to focus on this task. It's a little bit easier for me since I work, uh, by myself 
uh, I can I can cut out those distractions for the next couple of hours, and then maybe it's it's lunchtime, so I'll take a break, go into the kitchen, make some lunch, and and check in with some things and see if anything's popped up. So at least I've set aside time to say, okay, I'm not going to pay attention to those notifications that pop up and I will turn them off for that hour or two hours or uh, some session of time so that I can get something done. Because if you don't, it can be a huge, it's such a huge distraction. I mean, it's really easy, especially being here by, by myself in the, in the office where yeah, uh, bl- half an hour just blew by. What? Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just checking Twitter and <laughs> responding, and and yeah. uh, and and it's it's difficult because sometimes we have a number of followers from other parts of the country or other parts of the world. So it may be their late afternoon. I know it's it's a huge problem when, uh, like Cormac, for for instance, when you're off work, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like seven o'clock for you and it's four o'clock for me and I'm still trying to get something done and suddenly my phone's going off and there's texts or there's uh, other Twitter conversations happening because everybody on the East Coast is, okay, well, I've, I've come home. I'm, you know, I'm checking in and, and, uh, and doing that. And it's like, well, no, I'm actually still working here and I can't pay attention. I can't respond. So well, I think those I think are challenges. Part of the whole uh, email thing, Cormac, like what you're saying is like where you, you don't feel like you can. I really do feel like you're setting an expectation either way. Okay. So personally, I don't, I actually, I, I, I'm going to already go back on what I'm about to say. <laughs> I say I don't check my email until nine in the morning, but I do. I, when I get up at five or five fifteen, I actually scroll through my, through my email for one reason. I want to see if there's anything fun or awesome in there. <laughs> if You've if there's somebody, yeah, if if there's someone I haven't heard from in a long time, or if there's something that looks incredibly interesting, I will look at it. But I try to start off each day instead of going into reaction mode, and instead of looking at you know your email inbox, like like I said on, on another podcast I listen to called Back to Work, your email box is someone else's to do list, and if someone else is in charge of your life first thing in the day, guess what the rest of your day looks like? It means you're putting out everyone else's to-do list items. And exactly like we started out the show, you've got a bunch of unchecked items by the end of the day because of those distractions. So I don't check email until 9 because I want to get something creative and I want to feel like I accomplished something today. And usually what I try to do is put the most important thing right in the beginning of the day so that I do get that big stone done or I get that big bucket emptied, however you want to look at it before I jump into a potential disaster. Um, but then I'll check it again toward the end of the day. So I try to only check email twice a day and I do quit the application in between those times. And if somebody walks over to my desk and says, did you get that email? I say, no, I only check it a couple times a day so that I can stay productive. Is it important? And what you start to do is set an expectation of how people can communicate with you. So if you prefer to get the phone call, if it's really important, or someone to walk over to your desk, if it's really important, then you start to train people to do that. And so if you're responding to emails within five seconds of them showing up, or those text messages, or those Twitter messages, or those Instagram likes, or whatever the hell you're looking at on your phone, um, if you set the expectation that you're going to respond to those. That is what people will expect. And so Cormac, when someone walks over and says, do you have that done yet? And then every 15 minutes, do you have that done yet? They have this expectation, but it's probably because you've always done that for them. 
Does that sound right? Efficiency, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a two-edged sword. Well, right? you know, I'm not I'm not saying that just because I checked the email doesn't mean, but you know, we do have on several occasions during CA processes and things like that, especially with a lot of these projects that and here's where I lay over my excuses. Um, <laughs> here but, they come. You know, we've got we we do so many, and I seem to be the one who does them often uh, in the office. It's these phased while occupied projects, and you know, these are things that you got to stay on top of, like all the time. If there's an issue with contractors, cat calling teachers, and things like that, for some reason they think we need to be involved with all of these, you know, kind of disputes and stuff or things like that. So there are a lot of times where things like that, but I'll just look at it. Um, maybe as my son says, it's my OCD of, I can't stand like all of the little numbers next to my, my letter icon. (laughs) Turn those off too. (laughs) But, um, you know, I just, I just, I'll look at it. I'll prioritize it. I'll write it down. Um, if it's something that I don't need to get to at that point in time, but it's something that does need to be on my list, I just put it on my list and keep going. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> but there are too many other distractions other than that. And, and honestly, that's why I do have the, like the Twitter notifications and Facebook things and all that other stuff actually turned off or the only phone that I'll have available other than the office debt phone that sitting on my desk. Uh, you know, I'll also have maybe just the office cell and throw the, um, you know, and if my wife knows that it's something that she really needs, she'll text me on that but other than that um yeah yeah she's a vip exactly well i I gave a presentation to an architecture school last week and i was presenting from my ipad it was a it was very meta it was a presentation on how to do a presentation (laughs) and uh you know my my mail notifications my 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 mail icon is down in my my bottom row on the ipad and it had like i don't know some 45 35 i don't know something unread emails right and one oh of the students God. was one of the students was like, "How can you do that? How can you live with that number? You've got thirty five unread emails there." And I was thinking like, uh, "That doesn't even phase me anymore, right? It, it I don't even care about that number. I should just turn that number off because I actually don't care how many emails. Now it's overwhelming sometimes. Don't get me wrong, but I don't feel the need." to respond to all those emails. Seriously, the delete key is my favorite key when it comes to email. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Or long swipe to the left. Just delete, 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 delete. I don't even read them because I know, I can tell by looking at an email if it's crap or if it's something I have to look at. And so if it's one of those emails where it's the latest announcement from REI or it's the latest announcement from whoever, a lot of times I just swipe through those and delete oh, them. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But... When there are two email, two hundred emails at the end of the day, it is a little bit overwhelming if you, if you've been focusing head down, nose to the grindstone all day long. But I really don't have any regrets for not jumping in and feeling like I have to answer those emails throughout the day. Well, the good thing about it is, is I can organize, you know, based out of the project. So if somebody's going to email me about this elementary school or that high school or this that in the pool or whatever, you know, I've got them all in folders. And so if it pops up in that folder, that's something I should pay attention to. If it pops up in your regular um, inbox, most likely it's, hey, there's donuts in the break room. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, hell, got to (laughs) go. That's a great one. Mail is The mail room's closing at 3 p.m. today. The car wash people are here. Like, who cares? (laughs) Stop emailing me. (laughs) 
Nice. Jeez. The office building will be doing their annual uh, fire alarm. Yes. And then right as it like hits my inbox, you're like, meh, meh, meh. like <laughs> really, you really didn't have to send the email then. All right. Well, let's take another break here and let's talk about our second sponsor for the show. And that is Arcus Snapper. And ArcaSnapper, and we've talked about them before, they're a simple tool for creating and managing field reports. With ArcaSnapper, architects can draft reports on-site using their phone or tablet. All data is uploaded to the cloud where the reports are available for further editing. From drafting to sending, with ArcaSnapper, architects can cut their time spent on field reports in half or more. Grow your business instead of struggling with field reports and get a free trial on ArcaSnapper.com. Dot com. And this is a very cool app. I really recommend people check it out. If you're doing any type of CA work where you're doing punch lists, you're just going out and doing construction observation, this is definitely a product and a service worth checking out. There's a 30-day free trial over at arcasnapper.com. So go check it out, everybody. And guess who used their free trial uh, this last Thursday? Uh, Me. Cormac Phelan. I did. I tried it out, and it's actually very cool. So what, how does, how's it work? Give us a little rundown. The thing that I like about it is for the field notes. And that was really the tool that I had used. I'm actually going to use it this coming Thursday for a punch list for the next phase of a project that I'm, that I'm, we're working on and try to give that a go because we have an in-office uh, tool that we use. And I would love to say that the tool punch list uh, items work really good, but for some reason, when you take a photo and you tag it to a floor plan, it puts it like on the other side of the building. It doesn't tag it. It, d- it doesn't do the right picture. So, But this one actually did. Took a couple of pictures of some masonry details that they messed up. I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll do a, a field report. Normally when I do field reports, I'll take the picture. I'll go back to the office, download them, put them in the project folder, type up my uh, field notes because I've written them down and say see photograph if I've taken a photograph and then put every assemble everything in word or whatever else and in this particular case you can snap a picture type in the issue and it actually starts to generate an item and then now I will admit that I have not generated the report yet but I have you know and you can look and see the whole thing and it it looks really good and it's exactly it's exactly what i was looking for so i'm looking to kind of digging into that a little bit more so it really does cut down the time you it does it does i mean because i mean all of the uh, i'll call it the post-production stuff after i mean so i'll take take the picture pull out my little uh i've got a little pocket sketchbook write down exactly you know what i observed and and say see photograph and all that other stuff just like i was just saying and so that's that's like the infield stuff and then right. i still have all of the back at the office things to do well i just did it all right there took the photograph typed in what the observation was what was the detail that they should have been looking at you know to do that particular detail and it was done <laughs> nice well, that's a, that's a great endorsement. So everybody get out there, check out arcasnapper.com and let us know what you think about it and let them know that you came from ArcaSpeak when you do. We would appreciate that. So guys, one of the things I wanted to bring up next is when, kind of teeing off what you were talking about with email and when you respond, uh, being a sole proprietor, uh, trying to set those expectations. A lot of my clients 
they work during the day, right? And so they oftentimes will respond to me in the evening. And I, like you said about how you respond to your emails, I, I don't respond to my clients' emails during the evening. Yeah. I, I mean, totally I agree with that. Emails at nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And if it's that late, I'm probably asleep anyway. But, um, and that's a do not disturb. I don't even hear it. So, um, but if I do happen to even see those emails at nine or 10, I usually, as you said, Evan, earlier, you don't even re- respond to them. I don't even read them. Yeah. I just wait till the morning. Because what happens if you do, Neil? Oh, you have this impulse that, a, you either want to respond or B, it's going to ruin your night. Totally. Right? You're going to steam like, over it oh, or worry God, about it. Now I have to do this or, oh, they didn't like that or they love, maybe maybe it's great news. Maybe it's <laughs> like, oh, we love that design. We want to move forward with this one. Uh, that, you know, so I guess it could go either way and I've had both cases, Yeah, but it's like, I, I really don't want to ruin. It's like, don't take I, the I don't even like to see it. Yeah. So sometimes I, I try not to even... Uh, unfortunately, the notification will, well, and well, what I typically do is my do not disturb starts at nine o'clock at yep. night. Yep. And so even if, if I'm not even looking at my phone, I won't even see the, the notification pop up on the screen. And so, yeah, I kind of just shut down at that point. And, uh, but I definitely take the uh, position if you're a sole proprietor, set the expectation with your clients that you respond to them during the workday. And if they don't respond to you, um, you know, during their workday because they're busy, then, you know, it, they'll respond to you that evening. So, um, and that usually works nine times out of 10. It's not a problem because I, I find that either I've set the expectation. So my clients understand that. Um, but they, they, they understand it. So I respond during the day. Uh, I also try not to meet during the evenings. Uh, I know Mark LePage over at Entree Architect uh, talked about this before, where he doesn't have client meetings on the you know evenings or weekends. Um, and I think for the most, that's, that's a great advice. And I think most of my clients understand that they have families and lives too. So they don't, uh, they don't often suggest meeting on the weekends. It does happen sometime, time to time. I have one client there, they work in the South Bay. So really there's no opportunity to meet them during the day. So I do have to meet them into, in the evenings and, uh, there's just no way around that. So, uh, so that does happen. Uh, I wish I could, uh, not do it. Um, but for the most part, it, it works out okay. And it doesn't happen with all of my clients. I first set the expectation, like if a client wants to meet with me, it's like, oh, okay, sure. I'll meet with you. I can meet with you from any time from after I drop my kids off in the morning to when I have to pick them up in the afternoon. And, and most clients understand that and it works pretty well. So if you set that expectation, uh, with them, uh, it, it tends to work out pretty well. Well, let's, uh, let's do our last sponsor and then we'll finish up the episode talking about the neuroses of coworkers. And, uh, I have some funny examples, so I would love to, to lead that one off. Um, so be thinking about that, both of you guys. All right. All right. So you ready, Neil? We're going to talk about image wizards. And so Neil has to open a package. Well, go, ahead, go ahead and read the, a little bit about image wizards and then I'll, I'll, then I'll open it up. Okay. Image wizards are the inventors and industry leader for printing images on aluminum. So they've got my attention as an architect here. This is going to be cool. Image wizards use cutting edge technology to produce prints that are so vivid and detailed that it is comparable to seeing 
high-definition television for the first time. Do you remember that? <laughs> that was yeah. that was pretty mind-blowing, right? For interior designers and architects who need the best medium for showcasing artwork and photography, there is no substitute. Check them out at imagewizards.net. All one word, no hyphens and nothing. imagewizards.net. And of course, we'll have a link to them in the show notes. So go ahead and let Image Wizards know that Arca Speak sent you over there when you go to the site and check out their stuff. So now's the time, Neil. Okay, so I'm going to open this up. I, I'm going to have to step up to uh, um, Let's away get the- from the mic a little bit. So, so I'm going to open this up. They sent us a, uh, an image that they printed. So you've got to open it. <laughs> Wrestle. <laughs> Take it down, Neil. Wrestle it. Uh, no, no, it's just the, the foam around the side. and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fairly large image. It's about uh, 24 by Neil's got to apologize. He, he, he ran a half marathon today, so he's weakened with... I did, I did run a half marathon. Personal record. Nobody cares. Personal nobody cares record. That, yeah, he did it. Yes, if anybody's curious, it was one hour and thirty nine minutes, even so. Faster than know. me. <laughs> Faster than some, slower than others. He set the AARP national record. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cormac. Okay. Wow. Okay, I've got this beautiful image. Um, I we will definitely. I'll take a photograph and post it so everybody can see it, including my co-hosts here. But it is of like an old uh, shop. And uh, I apologize if I keep turning my face here because to to look at it as I talk. But it's got all kinds of really cool imagery from like old Phillips 66 signs to an old Ford neon sign and all kinds of uh, metal signs that you used to see like an old gas station. That's not fair you got that. I know, right? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) This is, it's, it's a beautiful photo and it does definitely look like i'm looking at hdtv um this is it's gorgeous so um yeah i'll definitely uh, post this so you Very guys cool. can see it hey what a great way to get your product across too is by sending us a a piece of it that's very cool yes and if you're wondering which address to send it to <laughs> it, <laughs> what you got email us <laughs> all right so let's talk a few key points about uh what what image wizards has here uh, it's environmentally friendly. It's made of 94% recycled aluminum. It's scratch resistant to a degree. It's waterproof. It's easy to clean. Let's see. The Rochester Institute of Permanence rates aluminart at 100 years plus longer than any paper prints. Nice. They offer proofs on the actual aluminum so you know exactly what you're getting before the final print. And they have had clients such as Google, Facebook, Lockheed Martin, BMW, Harley-Davidson, Jimmy Johns, and many more. So obviously, uh, this sounds like an amazing product. So I'm excited to see what they sent over to you, Neil. Yeah, well, I I actually have a friend that recently had a number of uh, their images from their firm printed up on aluminum to hang in their office. So I I wish I had known about Image Wizards prior to that. I would have told them about them. But uh, they did that exact same thing. They put these images up. I don't think they look as nearly as good as what Image Wizards sent us. So 
Uh, it's very, very nice. So we'll definitely, uh, I'll do my best to try and take a photo of this and, and we'll put it in the show notes. The photo probably won't uh, be as impressive, but I'll, I'll try and do my best. So everybody check out imagewizards.net and of course, let them know that Arcaspeak sent you over there. And thank you, Image Wizards, for sponsoring the show. We appreciate it. So what fun stories do you have? I, I, I work by myself, guys, So and for about the That's last six years. So I, I may not have a whole lot of uh, interesting coworker stories. but Please, uh, Neil, tell us how you bug you. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> All right. So I just thought of a, a few funny things. Uh, I already talked about the singing at the desk. But have you ever worked with somebody, or maybe you're in studio with somebody who likes to clip their nails at their desk? Oh, oh. no. Seriously? <laughs> yes. We have a few yes. interesting personal hygiene. <laughs> oh. You know, yes. <laughs> or just biting your nails or whatever. I mean, yeah. Uh, eating at your desk, right? There are a lot of people eat, eat at their desk. They don't eat in the break room where they, they come back and browse the web while well, during lunch. and Or talking on the phone while chewing on food. I think oh. <laughs> oh that was that's Didn't a favorite you mention that Cormac not too long I ago. I did. When yeah. A guy uh, when a client calls me up uh really needs to talk about some really important stuff yet it's not important enough for him to not stop chewing his food while he's talking to me. He's a busy guy. Yeah, cut but him, I cut need him to, some slack there. He's got to eat and talk to you. He's so busy. It, if it was important, I would like to at least <laughs> understand it. <laughs> oh, I can't even listen to that. It's like, uh, you know what? You sound busy. Just call me back when you're done. I I told him that. He's no, 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 no. I'm I'm fine. Like, no, no, really. You're fine. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a minute. I do have one. I was consulting uh, maybe a couple of years ago in, in, with a firm on a temporary basis, and there was this one guy um, who smoked. And he would step outside to do his smoking, but man, he'd come back in. Oh, and yeah. I mean, just we worked in Brief. a really small office, and I mean, oh, the smell! It would be like, dude, you actually. What they ended up doing is we kind of there were a couple of us and we just revolted. We we're like, no, this ain't going to work. So we he actually moved the the offices in two little. Uh, two little small buildings on the same site. And so we said, no, no, you're moving to the front office. We told the owner, it's like, no, this guy's got to move. There is no way we can handle that smell. So that's a, that's a fun little story, but people that smoke, I, I apologize if you enjoy smoking. Great. But man, I cannot handle that smell when you walk back in. Such a Californian, Neil. There's well, like no, there's like no smoking in this state anymore. There is, yeah, there's and it's been little. that way for about what twenty plus years. I mean, no smoking well, th- in. Thankfully, in, Maryland is the same in way. bars or anything here. Yeah, so I thought of another one here, and this is something that isn't necessarily anyone's fault, except when people get sick and they come to work, <laughs> and they're hacking, coughing, blowing their nose, talking on, touching everything. Right? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Are you a germaphobe? I'm sorry about that. I am not a germaphobe, but the hacking, the constant coughing, it's like, just go home and get better. You, you should not be here. And, and there is some, something that is driving these people to feel like they absolutely must work. The project will go to hell if they're not there. So go home and get better. You should not be in the office if that's happening. Now back to this whole eating at your desk thing. Uh-huh. What's your problem with that? It's it's the uh, it's not that they're eating at their desk during lunch hour when when that's what's expected. It's when people uh, okay. are snacking 
at their desk during the normal workday. That's that's just like you mean like a big bag of pretzels, like a like <laughs> something crinkly and loud and crunchy and yes, totally. That's yeah. totally it. Yeah, you know we've we have that as well. Um, I don't think people that. need their snacks, man. Right? Yeah, get some soft snacks, people. All right, so get Evan, some quiet. If you snacks. work around Evan, eat some soft soft snacks. Some soft snacks. <laughs> <laughs> if you work around Evan, How make about sure coffee. Make, Just drink coffee. Yeah, so make sure you drink coffee. Don't sing. Right. Don't do any. Oh man, I'm a crotchety old man. Don't sit Jeez. there and take your shoes off and chew your toenails. <laughs> oh no, seriously. Oh, no. Because it's yeah, just. And on that note, that's frowned upon. <laughs> yes, it is actually. <laughs> Uh, is that it? Have we exhausted it? Have we have we alienated all of you know? Because I'm perfect, I can't I can't find any faults. It sounds here. like Cormac eats at his desk. So yeah, right. I have been over the past. His Actually, you know the, the no. To be quite honest with you, I I do normally make a concerted effort to at lunch get up and get out of the office. Me too, totally. But um, in the past two weeks, I've been kind of under crunch. You know, we're understaffed, so we're really just trying to do a, you know, we've got a lot of uh, irons in the fire, and everybody's kind of in their headphones on, focused on, you know, getting what needs to get done, and basically trying to get a, do away with all the distractions. So it's been a very quiet office. It's like it's like when everybody's eating dinner and nobody says anything, you know everyone was hungry, right? Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. You're, you're just so busy that it's a, it's like a library right. in your office. So we've got the building that we have our office in. It's got a um, uh, a cafe in the, the lobby space. And so everybody walks down there, usually grabs some food, and then goes back upstairs, sits at their desk, and click, 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 and work and eat. And unfortunately, I mean, you know, it's not normal. I mean, everybody usually tries to get out of the office and just, you know, get a little bit of fresh air, sunlight, yes. other conversation, whatever. So it's not Look a, a little thing. farther away than three feet. Exactly. Right? But in this particular case, we've just been, you know, which is a good thing. Busy is sometimes a good thing. But unfortunately, it's kind of it's kind of zapped everybody because you can tell the mood in the office has been kind of... Uh, Morale's down. Yeah. Burnout is approaching. Yes, we need a springtime to show up. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap it up and let's just a couple of reminders. Um, equity by design, and uh, check that out at the AIA convention. That would be awesome if if uh, we had some listeners who were going. We, there's some a great speaker lineup for that, and the hackathon sounds awesome. Yes. Uh, remember the daily shows. Get in touch with us if you are interested in sponsoring those, and we're looking forward. Remember, follow us on Twitter. Follow us, uh, sign up for Periscope, which is an iOS app. Um, there will be web links that are posted, so you can watch the video streaming on the web in a browser. But if you are actually using Periscope, you'll be able to comment and interact with us, which is a, a bonus. And uh, the last thing is thanks, everybody, for sponsoring. So we had RCAT, we had ArcaSnapper, and we had Image Wizards. So check out all of our sponsors, and thanks again for our friends of the show. And check out arcaspeakpodcast.com slash donate to become another friend of the show. And I really want to hear from uh, some of our listeners what uh, what they, what sort of other funny co-worker things. So definitely uh, 
reach out to us and let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll hide names if we need to. Don't worry. And if, you, <laughs> if you'd like to leave us an audio comment, which would yes. be just precious, uh, yes. that would be dial 415-484-8496. And, and we won't say your name if you don't want to, but uh, and nobody will recognize your voice. So please leave us that. That, that would be awesome. I think we'll, I hope to get some, some real fun stuff uh, for our next episode. So hit us up on Twitter, too, at ArcaSpeak. That's A-R-C-H-I-S-P-K. And uh, you can always get a hold of us on there as well. And all three of us see that. So, All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you.